Ladies and gentlemen, what is going on? It's the week three preview. And uh, Justin, I got a good feeling we'll be coming at you with the classic 0-2 post game on Monday, but it hasn't happened yet, so we got belief for now. We're going to get into all the week three matchups, more of a lopsided week, but nevertheless, we will still cover every game. Justin, are you ready? Yes. Burke, let's go. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the How About That podcast presented by Face Value Clothing. Check them out at facevalueclothing.com. Maybe another little request for the fellas in Chicago. Rain gear might be something nice. Uh, Personally, weekend plans all canceled because there's a tropical storm hitting tomorrow night and not a safety concern, but it's like there was an Oktoberfest that was a couple blocks away that we could walk to. It's going to be pouring rain. So unless there's windows, not going to go golf, not happening. So I guess it's just a good excuse to sit on the couch and watch football, but it's a good slate. Yeah, it's, it is a phenomenal slate. If it's any Saturday, God forbid it be this one. What time does Rutgers play Saturday? Noon, which I love. I get it out of the way. Yep. No, that's great. Uh, yeah, the weather doesn't look bad here. Big weekend on Indy side. Um, I don't know what happened when I went to Greece, but my golf swing went with it. And I'm playing an outing tomorrow. Um, Grant's oh. boss's charities golf outing. Um, so it's me, Grant, Cole, and Price. And when you know you're the worst one going into the scramble, Best feeling. that's a pretty good feeling. Yeah. Because I, I, only good things can come from me. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm Any, excited. Anything you do is an addition. Correct. Yeah. So I can still drive it. So I'm going to, I'm going to crank the old driver. I'm not bringing out the new one or it's yeah. going to stick to the old one. Try to put in play. Yeah. Uh, just need a couple, sneak a couple yeah. for me. And then just we're give the boys an opportunity for a little big 10 football on a Friday. Wow. Night. With Wisconsin coming. Let's go coming to town. Purdue, wow. Purdue was hoping would be undefeated at this point, as well as Wisconsin. Turns out both programs uh, overwhelmingly disappointing so far, but that's okay. It's just a Big Ten West ball. It's just Big Ten West ball now. It's week one of Big Ten football. So that's the only season that matters now. So, well, week two if you're Scarlet Knights, but that's just because we spanked Northwestern already. Oh, I forgot. Um, CBS Classic. Yes. But yeah, that's a a fun topic. I I know personally for the golf game, playing once a week is not beneficial. I, I went from three, four times a week to like one and a half times a week past month. Yep. And I shot a 43, so seven over. And if you told me I shot seven over through nine holes, uh, you know, four no. months ago, I'd be on top of the world. But yeah. it was, it's like, now it's frustrating to shoot. It was so bad. I didn't, do, I couldn't do anything. I'm like, I can't play golf one, once a week. I got to find more. But then tropical storms hit. So how yeah, am I supposed to play, Zach? Because it's supposed to be, you know, ideally you'd like to say it's like riding a bicycle. It, it, it's not. It's like getting no. on the bike for the first time with your parents letting you go. And it's just, yeah. you don't know what's going to happen. You don't mm-hmm. know. So I agree. Hey, we'll see. Once you get a little drinks flowing tomorrow, camaraderie is really high. 
Um, I think the team goal was like 11 under, 12 under, which I think we can do. I mean, oh, that, we got we got dogs on this team. Yeah, so, you got guys. I mean, there's guys. guys. There is guys. And if there's guys that are locked in the way they can be, it's going to be a good day. Yeah, that's uh, fun. Yeah. I, I was talking about charity golf events because I get philanthropy PTO. And don't have anything to use it on. And I'm and this fall, everyone's been using it on uh, charity golf events. But I live in Virginia, and I have no connections to charities or golf events, so oh, I have nothing to use it on. Maybe find yourself one. Yeah, I I saw one on a bulletin board one time, and I thought about just calling it up and being like, "Hey," or just going to the golf shop next door and be like, "Hey, if you guys ever need it fourth, and it's mm-hmm. a charity event, let me know. I'll mm-hmm. come prepared." Yeah. Well. I think it's time to talk ball, but I think you wanted to address something beforehand. Yeah, Zach, I was taking my usual walk to get kombucha uh, this okay. afternoon, and I was just listening to some podcasts, and I don't know what geared it. I know there's a there's a golf podcast where they they have to do something similar or a guy does something okay. similar, TC, um, but I wasn't listening to that. I have no idea why. Uh, oh, I know why. I was thinking about the Minnesota tweet that we'll get into, and I was thinking about, like, what's my portfolio looking like? And I thought – well, if I have a portfolio, I might as well let's let's keep track of this. So I'm now creating the Buckman Value Fund. Uh, our motto is invest in the hill that you die on. And I, I think quarterly calls, quarterly updates for the investors of just going through where, where are my takes standing? I know I got a lot of them. There's a lot to keep track of. And I personally, I don't even know where I'm at with a lot of these takes. I, I have a start of a list. Um, and we're just kind of go through what our outlook is, what our financial strategy is. Are we, you know, calls? Are we op? You know, shorting? Okay. Are we buying? Um, so I thought I'd just run through really quickly the list, kind of introduce Perfect. our yes. investors to. I may what, add some what you we're forgot investing. you even said. Exactly, and that's yes. why we're going through this. Um, and yeah, really just kind of dive in, and then I, I figured every you know quarter just kind of sure. update the investors. Where are we? How is Goodness. how is the value fund doing? So the BVF. Yep. Hopefully, that's a. There's not an, an you know politically incorrect acronym for that. I think yeah. we're good with BBF. So. Uh, hopefully, hopefully that's the case. So we'll start. Uh, this one is a credit risk. If if this stock goes down, we're getting margin calls. This is this is a very this is the big guy. That's Danny Dimes. Obviously, we bought stock after or after Dallas. I think it went up after Arizona. I think tonight's a wash whatever happens, but that's the big one. We're, we're going for the home run ball there with Danny Dimes. Um, number two, if this was a, if this was a VC fund, I mean, we'd be saying we're going public. Like this is, this is the guy, like this take is, is set. And that's okay. Brandon Staley. We're, we shorted him. We shorted him hard. And yep. again, if, if this was a, if we're venture capitalists and we're like, we got our Uber, we're going, we're, we have an IPO date set. We're just mm-hmm. trying to figure out the final details. And I, I think that fun, like this take kind of sets the fund up for success in the future. Um, one that we'll get into, I think we're going to adjust the strategy. And that's kind of what made me think about this. And that's the Minnesota Vikings. Obviously, we're big on them. I, I think we're going to short the market potentially, try to draw drive that value down and yeah. make money while it goes down. And then Zach, when it gets to the lowest point, when mm-hmm. we're buying, we're buying again. Why? Because the next guy, Caleb Williams, I've always been yeah. high on Caleb Williams. I've been buying his stock. I think if we match those two up, I mean, we're, we're taking off. Yeah. We're beating the S and P it's that simple. Um, Baker Mayfield, we kind of removed him for, from the portfolio post Christmas day, 2021. Mm-hmm. That was kind of the, Hey, we made our money. We sold, we're good. Um, but kind of an eye, like this is a ticker we're, t- we're paying attention to. We might buy back in on Baker. However, the other way now, let's move him up. 
Dan Campbell, uh, we're kind of doing, there's a bunch of different terms, but we're doing a protective option strategy here, Zach. So obviously I was, I was in on him. We were on him long. Stotts made us sell. Now we talk about it all the time because we're off of him. So when he does bad, we're off. But when he does good, we remind people we're on. So we're doing a protective option strategy here where we're kind of staying in the middle. We're capped at winnings because we're not going long, but we're capped at losses. So low risk, low reward, just kind of seeing where it goes. We could lose some money. We could gain some money. Um, The next two, one of them, I made this list before news came out, but that's Dak. We're big short on Dak. I think that that, that's going to be an issue going forward i but i i think long term that's the play trayvon diggs obviously that was the one made this list before we don't have to get into that right now and last but not least really what's hurting the portfolio is the eagles and jalen hurts so that's really well done i did not know that was coming i enjoyed that a lot um top of my head last week amidst an emotional um post-game talk you said darren waller was the best tight end in the league so i would like that thrown in there okay we can yep i think that's fair to say that we had a we had a specific trader buy stock maybe didn't get it approved but he bought stock (laughs) yeah and look it it, there's a chance there's a chance yep he's caught up in the swifty stuff so you don't know um i'm trying to think of anything else that was hot teams people um I mean, we can get into one later, but I'd like to add one that we've kind of been in on from the preview, and now I'm going to talk about it a lot in this game, uh, shorting Russell Wilson even more. Oh, um, that's – yes, that is a good one. Because I I had I didn't write it down, but I wanted to mention Nathaniel Hackett. We made our money yeah. on him. So yes. it is kind of similar to that, yes. Yeah, and one thing – funds into him. Yeah, BVF parlay, uh, one-time only deal, uh, Rutgers and Giants money line this week, just because it's – I have no idea what it would pay out. But mm-hmm. I, I think if – Probably, I think if we put higher. a little, if we put, yeah, a couple percentage points of the portfolio on that, just to see what happens. Um, I won't could, advise that to my clients, but you're yeah. more than welcome to yes. yeah. spread that to whoever you'd like. That Yeah, that, that's just going to be in like the third paragraph of the second page of the the, the monthly investment update. It's like, yeah. by the way, <laughs> a little diversification is going on uh, here on a specific weekend in September. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Well, I like it a lot. I think every four weeks an update would be necessary for that. Yeah. Uh, have we added, have we sold, like we're no. taking our losses, we're running, you know, what are we doing? So I love it. I that's love what it. I got. It's good stuff. Uh, gets us right into week three. Justin, we'll get into these games as we talk about the matchups for this week. The Steelers did win though. They were my upset of the week and it did jump me a lot ahead of you. So we are coming into this week. I have mm-hmm. you at 16 and 16. Right at 500. Correct me if I'm yeah. wrong. I have myself I now have at 20 and 12, getting an extra point back there. Yep. Sorry. I'm sending a text real quick. But yeah, I, I think that makes sense. I was watching that Pittsburgh game and I was cheering for Pittsburgh and I was like, I'm just going to have to eat the losses. And we'll get into, I think, that game Yep. Uh, in, um, in a couple spots. You're but, down four. It's not um, a big deal. It's just, yeah. So, um, yeah. Week three, week three, like I said, is the lopsided week. Uh, a lot of, if you're a survivor guy, you know, you never know with these games, but definitely the most relaxed I think you've been coming into a week uh, mm-hmm. with plenty of options. And unfortunately, from a public perspective, uh, that starts right here on a Thursday night. Giants on a short week, a little banged up, heading into San Francisco. Justin, you've talked about um, how you're already on to Seattle. You've talked about clearly there's a belief you think Rutgers can beat Michigan as a 24-point underdog. Yeah. 
have you gotten the brain? Have you gotten the mind to get to the point where you're going to wake up Friday a winner uh, as well? And this continues. Uh, it's it certainly tried. Luckily, some afternoon distractions pulled myself away from going to that hole more. I, I will say, Starbuckers. I got I got a little going, and then yeah, immediately got distracted by work. Luckily, and and you know some clients to thank there for calling me up and made me send some emails and do some work today. Otherwise, that we could be in a dark spot right now. We could be in a really bad place. Uh, I will say you did mention the Scarlet Knights. All in on them. This is an opportunity of a lifetime. I think we have on Saturday. The Giants. I look. I think there's an opportunity, and here's how we do it. Uh, number one, we. Shanahan's got to be like, we're resting some guys short week McCaffrey. We're not going to overuse him. Like we're going to Elijah Mitchell is going to get a more yes. percentage of the carries. We yes. have to have that happen. Number two, Brock per, I mean, and also like Ayuk being out one less guy that we really have to focus in on that can beat us around, like get all focused on Debo. I don't know. Like if Isaiah Simmons on Kittle might be a good matchup for us. We'll see, but one less guy to worry about. Kind of need Purdy to just kind of play average. Don't need him to be too electric. Just kind of, you know, make some make some throws, make some throws. On our side, we need uh, defensively just play sound football. I feel like we haven't, besides the first half of Arizona, like, let's, hey, let's tackle well. Um, but just play sound defense. Like, they're going to get first downs. Yep. Just don't kill, you know, bend but don't break. Don't shoot yourself in the foot. And uh, Danny's got to play really good football. Um if if it's a, a low scoring game, we're going to be in it. I, I that's just how we have to win this game. But I'm really hoping that the 49ers are kind of like looking past us as well as I am looking past them. But that's for different reasons. Um, and they try to stay healthy. Let's stay healthy as well. And there is an opportunity. Luckily, this podcast I have to kind of be truthful on, so that I I'm not sitting here right now on Twitter looking at reasons to win. No, it's well said. I completely agree. If I was a better in this game, I would go over Elijah Mitchell rushing yards under Christian McCaffrey for those yeah. same exact reasons. Um, yeah, I mean, this is one of those games where you come into the fan as an underdog. You're like, we got to score early. We got to create turnovers. We got to let them drive and then have them mess up, miss field goal, turnover and downs, shorten the game, trick plays, all those kind of things mm-hmm. to, to try to win this game. And who cares? You might as well say those things. Um, yeah, I have, I have San Francisco here. And it's a fair pick. It's it truly is. I mean, when you look at like the Cardinals defensive line, they held up well in the second half. But you look at what's what's coming in tonight uh, without Andrew Thomas. It's a huge Evan Neal night. You know, it's kind of a show me what you got night. You know, you're going to have some some balls and show up and defend your guy Uh, because it truly is like you see my hashtag for when we'll tweet this out. Be safe. eight. Like if you it's not about just caring for Daniel, because I know at some point skill matters. But like you got to look out for your guy tonight. And yeah. I'm sure it'll be a part of the game plan, getting the ball out quick. Matt Breida, how old is he at this point? He'll be running the show tonight. So those check got a couple of rookies safe. though that I I'm looking to, I'm hoping to see something from them. Yeah, because well. granted, you've had your bad Saquon plays, and there's been frustration, but there was also plays where he caught the ball, turned it into a touchdown the other day. Yeah. Matt Breida's not doing that, right? So you lose some things with Saquon. So it's just one of those nights where um, it's a protective option strategy by not having Saquon is. in there. It is so. Yeah, I'm on San Fran, and and we'll see if we're talking at halftime or after the game with a whole different speech. Uh, yeah, and I, I knew I had my big point that I completely forgot, which was kind of why at the end I was like lost, and it was turnover battle. If we don't win the turnover battle, there's legitimately a 0% chance. It is turnover battle. We have to win it. We have to keep the ball safe. No tip drills. Hopefully Saquon didn't teach the rookies that. And 
Uh, Danny's got to protect the ball. Luckily, Bosa and Evan Neal are the right side, not the left side. And see it. So he can see it coming every all night. Because Azuda on the left side really did well, I think, last week. Um, I think he led one sack only. And he was, I think, up against, uh, I forget who he was up against. Um, But some guy who was, I felt like, making plays in the run game. Um, So. We'll see. I know. I just got to alert that uh, Shane Lemieux is starting at left guard tonight. So that I think means that Mark is benched again, which might be a good thing for us. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's it, any given Thursday. That's yeah. what I have as my name. Enjoy it's, it. Anything can happen in the NFL. Like these are professionals. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, may, maybe usually it's a bad thing, but I think maybe staying in Arizona, how we came back, like not having not having the opportunity to go home to your families, like kind of like the boys are together, and it's like, all right, you saw that comeback. Like we're we're here now. Like we're staying here all week. Maybe there's a little more camaraderie. Maybe you know a little more jokes in the locker room. A little more hyping each other up. A little more brotherhood being built, uh, and we can use that to our advantage. So. Yeah, I'm very big on the. I think there's a separation. Though. I'm very big on the team staying to where they are if it's a Thursday night. Yeah. I, when you do the Sunday, like the Vegas spent all week in Greenbrier, West Virginia, that's just too long. Way too long. It's too long to be away in, in a hotel. You're not comfortable. Three days, hang out with the fellas, go have some fun. Uh, but both on San Francisco there. Um, into the one o'clock slate, as Justin mentioned to me before we started, mm-hmm. Indy is always the top of my screen. So I kind of usually push them down by nature. Justin has told me they're at the top. So we will mm-hmm. start with Baltimore at Indianapolis. I'm sorry, Indianapolis at Baltimore. Um, they it's won't have raining. our names. Yeah, they won't have our names on the oh, big screen. Yeah, and, yeah, we, I kind of love it. It's, I mean, it's like half these people weren't even born, and they, you know, fake it. But whatever. Well, and um, and this is my thing. Like I, you know, the brown the Browns don't do that when the Ravens come to play. Uh, and I I think that says a lot about Baltimore. I think it's hilarious personally. I I would be so frustrated because it's like when IU fans say Rucker to me, I'm like, well, you, yeah. it's Rutgers for the love of yeah. God put the S on the end. I think there's something to it though on their end where it'd be like, Hey, you guys moved away from Baltimore. My grandfather was, that was a season ticket holder for the Colts and I'm pissed about it. So I'm not going to I'm not going to recognize you. No, this is just me being on the other side yeah. of it and getting to make fun of it. I would completely do yeah. that. If I, yeah, I would. Yeah. It'd be like when Michigan does like the Ohio state does the X instead of yeah. Michigan. The team up North. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> um, as for the matchup, there's going to be a couple of these that we'll talk about that I had opinions on. And now the weather of course, we're going to get to Sunday, and I'm sure it's going to be fine. But as of right now, the weather is a real factor, um, and that includes this Baltimore game. It looks like Anthony's not going to play. He didn't practice again today. You look at this matchup, and you go, okay, crazy mile per hour winds, crazy amount of rain. This is a huge advantage for the Colts with Anthony. We have an extra runner. I hope he's cleared to play so he can go. I am in the complete opposite mindset. Because of that, because he would get 15 to 20 rushes in this game, mm-hmm. I don't want him out there. I don't want him out there. I've already said this is just like you're on to Seattle. I'm on to Los Angeles because I think for the Colts to see if we're a really good team or not, not really good. If we're a good team this year, we got week four home against LA, week five home against Tennessee. Those are your two measuring stick games. Those are what are you as a team this year? This is the same mindset as Jacksonville. Go out there, compete. You know, they have Lindenbaum and Staley out. So we lead the league in tackles for loss. Our defensive line is disgusting. So Grover and Defoe in this kind of environment where maybe it's slick and Lamar can't be as elusive. It could be a low scoring Gardner takes care of the ball. Holy crap. In the fourth quarter, we're down three yep. um, just because it's been ugly and the, the conditions are gross and they fumbled it twice and we somehow have it. It could be one of those. 
Um, but I'm not picking us. I'm not picking us. I think if it was Anthony, we would have had a chance to either win or get blown out. I think with Gardner, it's a pretty comfortable three to seven point loss. Um, so that's where I'm at. I'm not going to pick us. Yeah, and I I will say I just looked at the weather because when I, I I came in and I was like, oh, it's going to be rainy, but I know for us it's supposed to be like beautiful on Sunday. And Baltimore yeah, is like it's, it's like three hours north, so I don't know why they would get. I I know New York should get have the rain on. I I feel like these things move fast. I don't know. So yeah. uh, first first experience here with it, but yeah. I it could be. I think if it's it's one of those things where it, it I I think both kind of play to the Colts' favor where. Uh, if it's not raining, you're allowing you still have the same defensive uh you know advantages and you're allowing Gardner to kind of like control the game a little bit. You know, with Anthony, if it was raining, you had Anthony, you add the extra runner, like that's truly an advantage. With Gardner, if it was rainy, you still have the advantage of like keeping it tight, try to create turnovers. If you can hold if your running backs hold on the ball, there's you know, you can punch it out a couple of times. Um, you know, you have that advantage. So I, I think it will be closer than what people think, but I agree. I there's just nothing. There's no reason to not take Baltimore at this point. So, no. Uh, look for the kid from Texas to get some runs if the weather's bad. Watch the little number four. Really? So I can see fun. them throwing him in there for some packages yeah. on third and short that get stuffed. And I'm like, you guys oh, have like a, a tight end or somebody that's like a big body that could take some hits, maybe run the ball. Um, last name's Cox. First name's Mo Alley. I would put him in there. Yeah, like a little wildcat on the five yard line. Just, <laughs> yeah, just run straight. Up. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I like Baltimore in that game, whatever we're, I'm on to LA, just like we're on to the NFC West. That's kind of the yeah. theme this week. Mm-hmm. Um, next game, Tennessee at Cleveland, Cleveland. Um, I'm really sad for them. I, I, I think they'll be able to run the ball fine this season. I think they're still going to do what they want to do, but like Nick Chubb has to be top three most like, how do you dislike this guy in the NFL? Yep. He's as quiet as can be. No gloves. Half the time he plays just runs his heart out and goes. All he does. Like yeah. he's the most, your dad favorite kind of guy. Yeah. Then there's not many of them left. No. Um, so I'm really he's Mark Bavaro of our generation. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, on the Deshaun side. Man, oh, he man. sucks. Two the two highest paid quarterbacks for a while. Both of them suck, Deshaun and Russell. It's, I mean, you're, if you're the GM, you're sweating because you're now in firing territory. Like Deshaun, numbers-wise, is as bad. He's the bottom five quarterback since he's come back to the NFL. Um, and you would hope you would see something more. And, man, I mean, Pittsburgh, we'll get to them. Their offense stinks out loud. They only score 12 points, and Cleveland hands them 14. Um it's just tough. It's tough. And if you're a Cleveland fan, you're like, you got to be kidding me. Here we go again. I, I mean, are you completely out on Deshaun? Do you think the snow can get turned around? Where are you at? Obviously, you think it can still get turned around with a guy like Deshaun. Um, it's just one of those things where, like, he, he was so good, but he didn't play football for a long time. And yeah. uh, there's a lot of other stresses that are on in his life, rightfully so, stresses. Uh, and it's he, kind he of deserves- one of those – Yes, 100%. And that can create distractions. And um, I he just hasn't looked like the same quarterback since. Um, and it's a lot of those things where it's, you know, when you talk about free agent signings in the NFL, people have always said you never build through free agency. And you kind of start thinking, like, how many quarter, how many quarterbacks have teams let go that have ended up being good? 
it, yeah. it's all the time we have this conversation of there's a reason why a player is let out of the building. Obviously, Deshaun's had some off the field stuff that led to it as well, but I, I don't remember Houston being like, we're not going to get rid of you. It's more of like, we just want to make sure we get our package correct, which I think says a lot. So, you know, we'll, we'll see. I don't, I wouldn't be high on him right now. If you're a Cleveland fan, I think it'd be the same thing. What sucks is, you know, Chubb, you're going to, you have an offensive line. If they can stay healthy, that you're going to be able to run Throw the ball. Okay. And we saw, yeah. And we saw that they were able to run the ball against Pittsburgh. Um, but when the passing had to come, we have not seen it this year from Deshaun. So yeah. it's one of those things where with this quarterback class, no matter where you finish, I saw a tweet today from your least favorite Twitter account, but it kind of just went through all the guys. I mean, it's, there's a lot of names in college football that you're like, that's a good quarterback. So Cleveland's going to draft a quarterback this off season. Um, how does Deshaun respond to that? How early do they draft it? I, I think this is going to be a very interesting thing. Cause when we talk about, NFL, it's always been about windows. And the worst place to be is you know your windows right now, but you're not going to win. And you have to try to put it together as soon as you can. Um, yeah. And their window is shutting, and it's shutting pretty fast. I mean, hell, you got – and I'm probably wrong on this, but once De- DeAndre left, Deshaun was kind of a loser in Houston for two seasons, I believe. They didn't win any games. Then he, Or definitely won, maybe two. Um, they were really bad. Then yeah. he sits out – over a year and a half and now he comes back late as a loser in Cleveland and starts this way. It's just kind of a tough mentally, like you said, to come back from that. I mean, hell they might draft a guy. I think they're too talented to lose a lot of games, but you got a 24 year old quarterback and DTR behind them too. I forgot about him. He's a vet or vet. He's an older guy. Um, I don't think they're to the point of ever benching Deshaun, but yeah, it's definitely not good. If you can't, if it is really GM, it's like, you then you're signing your own firing. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're the like, you know, the coaching staff might maybe want it, who knows, but there's no way the GM's gonna allow that because you're spending so much money on him. If you admit that we lost on this one, yeah, you're done. You're, yep. you're not gonna have a job any, there anymore. Yeah. So, and it's not getting any easier as he now plays the Tennessee defense. So uh with that said, I have kind of a motto with Tennessee. It's like the moment you don't like them, they're going to win. The moment you do like them, they're going to lose. So I have Cleveland here. I'm just really? thinking that philosophy. I do. Um, I, I think if you look at Cleveland's first two weeks defensively, they pretty much shut out Burrow. Other than the Pickens huge play, uh, which Tennessee gets their explosive plays, so granted they could have one or two, but you take away that Pickens catch, which lost me the fantasy game, uh, they didn't do anything. And it's an offense that scored 12 points with that play. And I look at Tennessee's offensive line and kind of the New Orleans matchup, which I know they still covered and almost won. I just like Cleveland's defense too much here. I think Deshaun doesn't give up 14 points, uh, and, and Cleveland wins at 17-13 uh, in a close battle. So I think they're they're closer with, and safer with Deshaun and this Cleveland front um, that unfortunately hasn't gotten enough credit because of this Deshaun and Chubb news uh, just takes over the game. So I like Cleveland. Uh, that's very fair analysis. I'm taking Tennessee just because I think that this is just what – this is the – what matches it up is. well for Tennessee, right? They played, is. they played great defensive fronts the past two weeks. And, yeah. and I said, Tannehill has gotten his ass kicked the past two mm-hmm. weeks and it's going to happen again. Um, but you have to remember they have, they have tracked their seat up. Like they're going to be able to wear down defensive fronts and uh, they're not trying to pass the ball. You know, they're, they're perfectly fine with the big, I mean, this is big 10 West game of the week. They are perfectly fine with running the ball, trying to get to their own 40, punting it, pinning you deep and saying, Hey, 
try to you try to now flip the field position on us. Like we are just going to wear you down to where we're just getting the ball at the 50 yard line and we just have to go 20 yards and kick a short field goal. 100 percent And that and I trust that way more right now. I think that Cleveland also, if this is a bad first drive, boo birds are going to be out. I, yes. I think that it's a if they don't get on early to Tennessee, that the stadium vibe is going to flip really fast. It's going to be a lot of boo birds, a lot of chance. And I think that can get into players' heads. So I'm I'm just kind of this is a spot game. And look, I've never, never been good at these with predicting them. But I, I think Tennessee for me here is is who I think is gonna And win your your analysis makes just as much sense. I mean, it's it's not it's the kind of game Tennessee likes to get in the mud. So it's gonna be an interesting battle. Um maybe one of those first teams to score two touchdowns as well probably wins this one. Mm-hmm. So um Owen sent a funny text about Alan Williams. Owen yeah. was not happy. Um, understood that I called him basically a, a loser from his aura, and that I think that hurt him. I didn't realize I said that, so I'd like to. Apologize. I didn't really say it either. That's that's a rough. That's a rough comment to say. That's hard to hear in the World Wide Web. Um, so you're just imagine you're driving to work, listening to your buddy's pod, and he's, he says that about you. Look, I wouldn't be. <laughs> I'd probably probably hit the 10 second rewind real quick, check to make sure that I heard that what I heard correctly. Maybe ask a coworker once I got out of the office. Hey, what were the words that you hear? Um, and then send a text great. message. Yeah, I think that that's very fair. <laughs> so uh, I have some good stuff for them later, though. So we'll get to them. All right, Justin, Denver at Miami. You and I have been on this. Unfortunately, I heard Bill Simmons talking about it. He stole it from me. Miami goes out in there and wins by 30. Okay, we'll get into who we want to win, who we think is going to win. Miami goes out there, wins 30 to 13. Russell, two interceptions. Is it the last time we see Russell Wilson play? Or are you not even close to being there yet? Like I, Sean Payton makes you think yes. Um, I don't know what Russ's contract is because it's like I mean they're always so it's always so important to look at those in terms of like dead money. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a a trade just try to get him off the books if we do think I don't think it's the last time we see Russell Wilson play football but I wouldn't be surprised if it's the last time we see him in Denver playing you know dressing up for the Broncos is what I would say just because of how the quarterback has quarterback position has been this year like there's a lot of teams I feel like that would be fine with you know trading low for him picking him up i.e the Jets um so but this is not the this is not a good spot for them at all. This is not who you want to be coming up with when you're 0-2 Miami. I, I think that from what we've seen from this Denver offense against defenses that have been susceptible, they're not going to be able to score more than 20 points. And Miami might do that in one half. So I'm going to go Miami here. I think that, like you said, if it's an ugly, if it's a, you know, Russell Wilson, they just got beat whatever, but if it's an yeah. ugly game from Russell Wilson with how we've heard Sean Payton talk, very well could be the end of Russell Wilson and of Mr. Unlimited in Denver. Yes. And what I didn't realize is Jarrett Stidham is his backup. Mm-hmm. And Jarrett Stidham got a two-year, $10 million deal, five of it guaranteed. Which is This offseason? That's wow. not backup money. That's nope. you might play money. Yeah, that's, I didn't realize we that. We need you here because you might go in the game. And that, and the thing about backup quarterbacks is that's handpicked. That's a, 100%. that is a thing that comes with the coaches, especially quarterback coaches like Sean Payton. So Sean got there and, and watched Jarrett in Vegas last year and said, yeah, if this suck guy sucks, I'll have him try it out. Yeah. So who, was it, was it Denver that he, or who, or was it the chiefs or who was it that Stidham played against last year? 
Uh, he played a few games. He played against San Francisco pretty well. San Francisco, that's the game I was thinking of. Yeah, yeah. he was letting it rip. He was letting it rip. Um, hmm. Look, when you got a four-game lead, you got to have some fun. I'm going Denver in a big upset here. Wow. Um, okay. I think this is a spot where, first off, I'm, I'm probably going to be very wrong, but I think this is, could be a spot. This is me playing devil's advocate and going with it, um, getting a little cocky against you here. Uh, Miami, after the Sunday night game, everyone's kind of said division winners. Tua's number one now in the MVP voting. Um, Dolphins favorite to win the AFC now. All of this well-deserved, by the way. As we said, you look at their first two games, to come out of it 2-0 is unbelievable. They come home now. They play a Denver team embarrassing loss week one at home all the hype and then the Raiders come in and take care of them right then you're like all right bounce back week two commanders barely beat Arizona Sam Howell lights them up and you're like now they got to go to Miami and play them it's worst case scenario and I'm talking about Russ getting benched and for all that reasons when football never makes sense I'm going Denver here in a complete desperate spot uh Waddles concussed I doubt he plays Tyreek Hill was limited um due to some ankle stuff you could see Miami kind of taking a more relaxed approach um, and Denver, as good as Miami's offense is, Denver getting to focus in on less, uh, making key opportunities, getting up early, and somehow pulling off. So a complete devil's advocate pick, pick, I'm going Denver here in a big upset. Yeah, that'd be a big upset. I mean, it's fair. It's a good – it is a good spot in that instance, but I feel what like – What team's I, better I guess, than the other? I, I did the uh, the Denver thing, like, at some point. Right, they have to. I did that for an entire year, and I'm just not doing it anymore this year. I That's said I'm giving. I said I'm giving Russell one game, and he didn't prove me well, so I'm I'm out. I'm out on that. This is my Russell win or get bench game, so that's why yeah. I'm picking him. That's so, fair. And that was what I was game one, and yes. it, look yes. where it ended up with me. So yeah, no, I'm happy down, to come on here Monday down four and, games. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to come here Monday and be like, oh well, we're tied. <laughs> That's I remember last year. It was around this time. I was mm-hmm. up like five games, and then yeah. it it was like we were tied the next week. And I was like, yeah. wait a wait a minute. I mean, this is right now I'm playing with the lead. I'm like, oh, I could probably hit a three-wood here. I can yeah. if, I, if I hit it in the water, I don't care. And I'm going to hit it in the water. Yeah, 260 water on the right. I mean, we can reach. Yeah. Worst case scenario, I'm dropping 100 out. Yeah, then I'm dropping, mishitting, three-putting, and that's where we're going to be. Um, next one. There's noise. I apologize. A cat is no. There's no noise. There was also no noise. I checked the other day because I was interested when uh, Abby opened the door and you're like, oh, I apologize for the noise. There was no noise. So, oh, really? Well, she's um, doing it again right now. Speaking of as, as, as an Abby defender, I'm gonna have her back there. There was no noise. Yeah. So. <laughs> I was selling on the noise. Abby, I've got your back. So he said he has her, your back. Um, she says thanks. Yeah. Uh, New England at New York. Well, coming in the door. Yeah, we were talking about no. I said apologize for the cat's noise, and then uh, this is side conversation for the pod. And uh, and he said he was interested because last week when you came, you opened up the door. I I apologize, and he was like, I went back and listened. You couldn't hear it. And then right when we were talking about that, you came in the door. So side conversation for the pod. Yeah. New England at New York. New England at New York. Um, Jets haven't beat these guys in forever. Last year, it was basically three to three, I think, or something. And the Patriots end the game on a game-winning punt return for a touchdown. Mm -hmm. I want to pick the Jets so badly, but I remember being in this exact same game last year twice. Yep. And I think I picked the Jets both times. I think I might have too. And I can't do it. No. Nope. I'm not sure a team gets to 10. What is that at? Let's see here. 
Look, I guess. Are you looking at it? Yeah, I got the number. I mean, the NFL never goes below like 34 and a half. So I would say 30, 38. 36 and a half. They won't go below 35. And just so you know, the Titans one is at 39 and a half. Just, that's just in comparison. That, that makes sense. Um, it's going to be an ugly. I mean, this game won't be on my TV. I just, I don't, I'll see the picks on red zone. I don't care. Yeah, there's going to be a defensive touchdown in this game. There's yeah. going to be. Yeah. Uh, I I think New England wins this game pretty handily. And my here's why. First of all, a des- like it's never fun when you have an 0-2 desperate team coming in, kind of like what you're talking about with uh, Denver. But th- this is a different – like they've competed with two of the best teams in the NFL and have opportunities to win the game both times. And they didn't, no. but they competed with teams – who are I think levels ahead of the Jets right now, um, yeah. and and so I, I think that they're going to be able to handle the Jets. And until I see the whole like Jets players kind of just calm down, I, I think that this is kind of a spiral out of control spot where it's like if they lose this game or if they get down early, uh, I think that there could be some issues in the locker room in New York. So I'm going to England here. I I don't think it's going to be close. I think it's going to be one of those games where like when we're not, I'm trying. I'm going to sneeze. Um, maybe I won't when I think it's going to be close score wise, but if you truly watch all 60 minutes, you're going to be like, this wasn't a close game at all. Yeah, I agree with you. I would just be a little, I would just be blocked it there for you. Um, I would just be a little nervous if I was a new England fan, because if you do go into this game, Mac throws two or three really bad picks. And it's kind of like the Josh Allen thing where it's like, all you had to do is take care of the ball Mm -hmm. and you lose this game. You're like, Oh my God, we're Owen three. Mac just went to New York and put up a stinker and we lost like our season's over. You're not coming back from and three. And now all of a sudden you get Mac Jones questions where people are going to be freaking out. So I think new England's in kind of a scary spot because I agree with you. They're better. They're coming in desperate own two. They need to win. But it's also like, if you do lose your Belichick's going to start getting questioned. Like when is he going to leave? You're going to get a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah. Which is so, very fair. But luckily like, I don't think it's going to happen. If there's any coach that you want to have you preparing for that situation mentally, it's Bill Belichick. I feel pretty good. It's not Sean Payton who said to the national media, if my guy sucks, remember, he's not my guy. He's, <laughs> I don't like him. I don't, like him. I don't know why I picked them. I got so – damn it. Anyways. Um, in, written down. Written down. Can't change it is. Down. It's written in pen, brother. That is written in pen. Um, next one, Buffalo at Washington. Once again, a game that could get dictated by weather. Yeah. I want to ask you for our first asterisk game of the year. Okay. We usually do this from an injury perspective. You're doing so this is going to be hard to gauge. Um, so I'm trying to figure out how to word this. If it is full 50 mile per hour winds, downpour rain, and we will agree on it before, before kickoff. I, I think if after the first quarter, a guy has a brown jersey. Okay. That's when you know, right? Okay. Yeah. Something like that. Like I, I, or we can agree before kickoff. I agree. I, I agree with the mindset that you have though. Like, yeah, full on guys are sliding everywhere in the mud. Yeah. If it is those conditions, I would like to take Washington. 100%. I am on the exact same page as you. They can run the ball. They're good up front on defense. The bills, as we've talked about for, since we've started this podcast, can't. And that's a yeah. classic Josh Allen fumble. If it's wet, it's going to be, he's going to get wild with it. Yeah. yeah, all of a sudden Washington's up three in the fourth quarter. They're like, oh, my God, he just threw another pick, and now we don't have the ball. And Washington does their 
against Tampa Bay, 12 minute drive in the rain runs out the clock. Um, if it is any other conditions, I'll take Buffalo. Yeah, that's exactly where I was going. Um, <laughs> Dang. So you're not, you're, you would take Washington if it was a mud fest. Yeah. And I've been flip flopping on these guys all year. So at, just for the sake of it, I'll take Buffalo no matter what. And I'll give you Washington. And you, don't have to. you don't no, have to. No, it's fine. It's fine. I got to, I got to work back somewhere. And if I'm taking a sick and a half point favorite in the rain and I lose, guess what? Oh, that's a guy we're so at it. We forgot to talk about him on the portfolio. You do Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen and Josh Allen takes in the portfolio, which we've kind of already cashed in on. Uh, Commanders as a team. What about him? You wrote them off hard. After week one? Yes. <laughs> I, I did. And I'm I not did. saying they're good, but I think. I I, I yeah, think that's a minor stake. I think that's a minor. I'll put that in as a minor yeah, stake. It's, yeah, it's not big enough. But yeah, I think we need to add another one there. Commanders. Yeah, I'll, I'll it's put that in. It's a team. Yeah. Yeah, that's a look. We're not. It's a couple percentage points when we look at the full on return where it's like, ah, if we hit this, like, oh, we could have set records, but yeah. we're not, we're not getting calls from our creditors about, hey, yeah. whoa, whoa, can't, can't, that's not, not enough liquid assets in the bank to make that take, brother. Yep. All right. No, I, it is interesting in the fact, though, that it is like a, what's Washington look like against a real good team, just a really solid good team? What's Josh Allen look like against a game where, if he takes care of the ball, they should win. If he gets bothered by the pressure and makes every play a home run play, could they get upset? So I think it's intriguing on both sides for that. Do I care enough about it? Not really. Nope. Um, so I think that's where it kind of lands. I won't be watching this game because I'm probably going to have Sunday ticket on and I'm not going to want to go to the YouTube TV app to turn it on. I'm so. trying to, I'm going to guess it now because we'll, we'll guess our octo box of what, what we would want. I mean, the problem is I have written – see, when I write these down, I do it from ESPN, but I, I don't look at the times. Like my mind yeah, doesn't – I think that's it. my favorite game of week, every week is – And I'm confused because I would 100% put New Orleans, New Orleans at Green Bay at 4 o'clock, but I have Houston at Jacksonville written after them. But also L.A. at Minnesota doesn't feel like a 4 o'clock, but there's no way we're going three 425 games, are we? So – Take your guess. Take your so shot. Awesome. I think they put Minnesota at 425 game of the week. Ah, oh, you're so close. Is uh, it they're doing three. They're, we're back to this trend. Remember week one, we were like, finally, there's like six of them. There's Why only three of them. This? It's the worst. There's there's how many week one games? I mean, one o'clock games in? One, two, I didn't three, hate the two four, five, six, I didn't hate seven, eight, nine. We have two again this week. There's nine one o'clock games, though. I don't get why. With two Monday nights, weren't we putting three at four o'clock? And the, the three, three are threads. the three are Panthers, Seahawks. Don't care. Yep. Andy Dalton. Cardinals, Cowboys. Don't, don't care. care. Chiefs, Bears. Only care because of our friends. Exactly. No, oh, that's, that's a that's a hey. Go to all. I'm you know. Hey, Ab, you want to go to Olive Garden Sunday night? Because <laughs> that's there's no football to watch. Um, I think I'd rather have unlimited breadsticks than watch that. Gino exactly. And I know I'm going to have in the corner on one of the small TVs, I'm going to have sure, one of the it. games. Yeah. Some of the sure, little, they got little TVs in there now. Like, yeah, oh, they do. Games. Hey, yeah, those little games. Yeah. Um, uh, Chargers Vikings is going to be on the main TV. And then oh I'll probably God. go Octobox yeah. on the under one. And I can't put Bills Washington on the Octobox because nope. that's going to be televised on in my area. Oh. So, yeah, it's out. Sorry. So yeah, that's but sucks because uh, I might have gone on the phone because I do love wet football on natural grass. Mm. It could be it could be a big day for you because I believe Baltimore's grass, right? Yes, they changed. Yeah. So 
could be a really fun day for you. Um, what game are we going to talk about next? Atlanta and Detroit. Atlanta and Detroit. Game. I, this is actually a game I'm interested in just because. Fraud Bowl? Uh, yes. Yes, actually. Yes. I don't Probably. know. Who yeah. And I, I think I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Atlanta. Oh, my God. Is that who you're taking? No. Okay. I can't. I can't. No. And, uh, here's my. If goes on the road and goes 3-0, and I am in trouble. My, yeah, that. that <laughs> the, I have whatever your opinion. hedge fund is, is not looking good then. Oh, if, Desmond. I mean, yeah. yeah. In this economy, too. Yeah, I'm in trouble. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I guess for me, from the Atlanta perspective is, I mean, they're just like, the, they're turning it. Arthur Smith obviously was in Tennessee, but they're turning into that, like, I mean, they just, they're, it's just a grind fest. And they have guys. And I know that they never get the ball to their said guys, but they have them nonetheless. And, you know, Detroit, it was a interesting week one win, right? They won week one, but we always were like, look, I'm not going to put an asterisk next to the win because you don't do that in the NFL. They're all professionals, but they didn't have Travis Kelsey. They didn't have Chris Jones and the amount of drops that led to Detroit. And also they went for it on fourth down in their own 22 yard line, which helped. So I just don't trust this. Uh, Detroit team enough after last week like that that we saw them get beat down last week we saw Jared Goff struggle a little bit we saw some turnovers we saw some coaching mistakes and I just feel like against this Atlanta Falcons team you're not going to be able to come back from those so you're 100% right first off look at Mitch's text it's going to have you believe in all kinds of bad wow things. um got some Danny Dimes jerseys at the Indians game on a Thursday wow. last that's the last by the way last three dollar beer Thursday night game of the year Oh, um, that's a but I'm, sad... right here podcasting. I'm right here podcasting. Yeah. So that's where I want to be. Mm-hmm. That means a lot for the listeners. There you go. And for me. There you go. Um, I, I am terrified for that reason, Justin, because I do think that Detroit is good enough offensively where if they keep going in kind of a Seattle style, Atlanta's not going to be able to keep up. But if Detroit does dumb Detroit things, dumb fourth down conversions where they fail, bad turnovers, Atlanta is not going to just give you the ball back. Like they are going to ground and pound and you're going to look up. I keep doing these fourth quarter things, but you're going to look up in the fourth quarter. You're going to be down 10 and you're like, we can't get the ball back. This clock, like you're screaming at the clock, slow down. You're like asking your buddy, why is it going so fast? Mm -hmm. And you're just panicking. And so I am worried about that because I think there's a very good chance that happens. However, I'm going to go with Detroit just being a little too good offensively. I still don't understand how Atlanta played the run game down 24 to 12 to come back and beat Green Bay. Makes no sense. I don't, I don't get how we left that game and they had more points. And they didn't even score two touchdowns. They did it with a touchdown and two field goals. So they went down there three times. It makes no sense. Uh, but we could easily be coming on Monday and saying the same thing. Um, I'm going to go Detroit because I do think they're too good offensively. So real, I think it's a fun matchup, though. It is definitely an interesting game. Um, next one. A lot of differences here, Justin. This is going to be a big week. Uh, next one. New Orleans at Green Bay. I have a stat for you that I saw on Twitter. It was not from one of those bots. However, I don't know if it's a real person. Okay. I didn't, I didn't fact check it, but That's thinking right. about it, thinking about it, I like it. I think it's I'll, true. I'll be the fact check. New Orleans has not let up more than 20 points in their last 10 games. That, there's no way they have. I was just about to say when I went to this game, I was like, "This is a this is the game winning field goal game of the week." For me, if I had that, I know it's that's yours. not my shtick, but I can't. I have to go by contract. Chargers Vikings. Oh, 
Very fair. Very fair. <laughs> the law is literally in the, the book. It is. If it these is, two teams play. Yeah. That system was created for this game. Yeah. So um, otherwise, yeah, I, I would agree with you. I think, how about this one? Is it your Big Ten West game of the week? No, I'm still sticking with Cleveland, Detroit. Cleveland, I mean, Tennessee. Cleveland, Detroit, yeah, Cleveland no, Tennessee. Right. Yeah. Right because that is, they're going to run the football and That's the passing game is going to be ugly. Right. Yeah. That's what that is. This is just, I think, too. I, you know, I used to t- believe the term mediocre to be like bad, but mediocre is average. And yeah. I didn't want to say two mediocre teams because I, because that's mean. I feel like it's just two average teams in the NFC potential playoff match. Like, I mean, not matchup, potential playoff implications sure. coming at you here because these are two teams that could sneak into the wild card. Um, two teams that could win their division, Justin. Yes. Like this is actually an important game. game. It's a really good point. And it, and it should be a 425 game. It should be. Yes. But, yes. And, and maybe I don't go to Olive Garden if it's at 425, <laughs> but instead it's at one o'clock. I think um, Jordan lived here, Carr. I think he could go go breadstick still. I think yeah. So. Yeah. That, that Stream that one on the phone. Sure. Um, But I'm going Green Bay here. I think home opener, Lambeau. It's always weird when you're like home opener and it's week three. Yes. I, home yeah, opener and Lambeau. I've watched all New Orleans foot. I've watched 120 minutes of New Orleans football this year. It's 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 just not pretty. It's the weirdest football ever. Um, they suck in the red zone, which is kind of a Derek Hart thing. Uh, they just drives get killed. They have one big play a quarter, and you pray it puts them in field goal range. Yeah. Defensively, it's like they are really good defense. They're going to create havoc. They're going to create problems, but every half they're going to like, they're going to allow a big drive, like a, a killing drive. So I, I just don't trust them. And I think in a spot where, uh, you know, green Bay is going to have ups and downs. I don't think that we can look at that Atlanta game and get too scared because they did look good for in the majority of the game. It's just at the end, they weren't able to do it. Uh, I think that this is a home opener. Jordan Love's going to be ready and I'm going to take the green Bay Packers. Uh, we're on the same page finally here. I, I think New Orleans, is their defense is legit. Don't get me wrong. Marcus May got suspended, though, at the safety position. That's a big loss. And you've gotten to play Desmond Ritter and Bryce Young in your first two games. I'm not saying you're going and making a huge leap here to Jordan Love, but it is enough where – and really LaFleur with Love. It's enough where it's like, okay, I, I still don't know if Green Bay is going to score more than 20. Actually, I, I would bet they would not. But I think they get 220, and I think that's yeah. going to be enough to beat New Orleans because, my God, as you said, this New Orleans offense looks so unimpressive. That Monday night game, I mean, God, Carr is – he can't move, and then he gets all frustrated and flustered, and you get your one Rashid Shahid, whatever his name is, 35-yard play on a wheel once again. You get oh, that 140-yard Chris Olave poster. One where Olave makes a crazy play, and then – other than that, it's bad. It's and bad. you get so the think, every game you get the miscommunication on the route toss up, and you're like, it's like he's playing uh, jackpot with his buddies on the playground. He's like 500 that are alive. He just throws it I up. It. And, and ever since Warren Cheap, Cheap, Sharp tweeted that red zone stuff, it is it's bad. I mean, Will and I are in your your Bowling Green fantasy league. We needed one touchdown from him because Pittsburgh got us so much. And got they got down there four times, and it was. I mean, I never felt good about it once, and he can't do no. it. I was and I was watching that game and you're like, this is this is the opportunity to put him away. Yeah. And then they did it. And you're like, again, again. here we go again. So I agree. If this was in and New I Orleans, don't trust them. Take New Orleans. Yeah. But yeah, I think the home team has the edge here. Next one. And Green Bay only gets a couple weeks a couple games a year where it's like good weather. So they yeah. take advantage, they have to take advantage of it there. Yeah. Yeah. I think Aaron Jones is back too. That'll make yeah. a huge difference. 
Next one, Houston at Jacksonville. Um, I saw a Bleacher Report and a bunch of Twitter outlets doing the like Barstool starts tweeting it once you see it. Like Trevor Lawrence has never won, has never covered as a home favorite. Um, I would recall a time where Matt Ryan and the Colts offense walked in last year and lost 24 to zero. And I don't think the Jags were favored 23 and a half. I would imagine that'd be a record spread if they were. Now he is one in 10. Yeah. So I I knew the one, but I guess it is really bad. I think they cover here. I, I think this is as much as I talked about Stroud last week and I liked him. It wasn't a position when they were down 31-10 when he started. And that's playing. how it's been both weeks. Both weeks. They're still depleted. Um, you know, Stingley goes on IR now. You get Petrie and Petrie, Jalen Petrie, Petrie, I don't know his name is, and Jimmy Ward back at safety. But I think this is a chance where Jacksonville is like, we need to unleash a little bit here offensively again uh, and start throwing it around and then get up and, and slow it down like the Colts did. I, I don't know how Houston stays in this game. Yeah, this is your uh, Oregon, Hawaii, Ohio State, Western Kentucky game where it's just like, yeah, hey, we got some kinks we got to figure out. We're coming off a bad loss at Texas Tech. We got a yeah. you know starting quarterback who next week has to go on Notre Dame. Or not bad loss, bad win, but you know whatever. Like we got it. We got to figure some kinks out. Oh, let's score sixty three and eighty one. <laughs> this is yeah. what Jacksonville is going to do, and I think defensively. They really haven't looked good this year, and this is kind of a, all right, rookie quarterback, and a, they're going to have to pass the ball a lot because Jacksonville's not had really an, necessarily a true like offensive drought except for last week. Yep. I mean, they did fine against the Colts. Um, so I, I think I agree. This is like if they don't put up 40, I, I think you're kind of walking away like we we left something on the table. So it's like 40 yep. to 10. This should be a blowout. Um, this is a – you see it early on – I feel like it's going to be – Jack Jacksonville scores quickly or even a long drive, sustained drive. They get the ball first. And then it's like, you're going to have like CJ Stroud's either going to get three or Just he's going like to have an opportunity to get seven. Yeah. And then it's going to be like, Oh, Jacksonville, 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 yeah. Jacksonville, Nico Collins game over. Yeah. Nico Collins is awesome. Um, speaking of Ohio state, just real quick. Um, I'm very scared to bet on Ohio state, uh, Notre Dame. I just feel like it's the wrong thing to do. And I think I'm going to do it. And, Ohio State favorites that just makes no sense. Um, I think everything in your body wants to take Notre Dame, so that's not. I think Notre Dame's the better team. I, I mean, they. I think so. I don't know. I, I, I've watched a decent amount of Notre Dame football in my life. Like this is the best Notre Dame football team I feel like that I've ever seen since like Brady Quinn. They're physical. Uh, and you know they're physical when it's like Navy has always kind of played them close, I felt like, or like at least yeah. physicality-wise. I mean, they blew the doors off them. NC State blew the doors off them. And, it, you know, they they have a rushing game they can rely on, and they have Sam Hartman who they can rely on. And that. Sam Hartman is a big-time big player. And on Ohio yeah. State side, we've seen them get beat up physically. I don't care if anybody's like, oh, well, they're D-line. You know, like – And then – Imagine this, Zach. It's – a rookie quarterback walking into Arrowhead in a wild card game. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. So, I'm taking Notre Dame. Thank and you. I'm probably I'm probably gonna be wrong, but probably. I don't see I don't see the whole Ohio State hype. It's fair. Let's get into the game of the week. It's not even close. Um, I'm sure you have some things you want to add on this end before from possibility standpoint that you kind of brought up earlier. Chargers at Minnesota. I just want the game to live up to it. Mm-hmm. I want a lot of points. I want dumb decisions and I want fourth quarter 
somebody's got the ball in their hand, either Chargers choking it away, Kirk throwing a pick, Staley messing up. Give us what we want. Give us the entertainment. I'm going to go Chargers here because I think they need it more than Minnesota. That's kind of dumb because they're both 0-2. They both need it. But the Chargers can't go 0-3, and they have more talent. And I think they finally need to win one, so I'm going Chargers. Like big time, like 35-31, a lot of points. I'm going Chargers as well. I, I'm personally taking them because Minnesota's defense is just so bad, and I think that uh, at least the Chargers are going to be able to get some pressure on Kirk Cousins. So, but the overarching thing of the game is like, I forget his name. It's like something Carlin, but he's a New York radio guy that I listen to every once in a while, but I think he's also on FS one now in the morning, which is where this take was. And I saw just the first 10 seconds and I went out of it. Cause I don't have an attention span anymore. Thanks. TikTok. Um, but he said like, this is a 10 year legacy game and not legacy, but like, this is a 10 year future game because whoever loses this game, hits the reset button, right? If the Chargers yep. lose this game, they hit the reset button. Staley's out. I think Kellen Moore gets promoted. And then it's kind of what can we save uh, with Herbert this year? Um, so you think Staley's out if they lose? Maybe not because it's just hard to fire a coach so early, but I think it's kind of writing on the wall. Like you're yeah. not – it's just – we. what was – Hackett was fired week eight last year, and I know he was a first year, which made it even feel earlier. But you don't fire coaches usually week three of an NFL season, but it, it, it certainly, I wouldn't be, I would be like, Oh wow. They actually did it. But I wouldn't be surprised if they fired him, if they lost. Just I agree. Oh, and three with this team, you can't have that happen. Um, and it's just kind of the, okay, what do we do? Our defense is kind of aging. Our offensive weapons are aging. Uh, Eckler. Hey guys, not healthy right now. Keenan <laughs> Allen has never been reliable. I don't know. Has Mike Williams played this year? I'm not sure. Gerald Everett. I mean, the guy was dying last year when he had like a 80 or a 60 yard route or whatever. And then defensively, it's like Khalil Mack. Bose is not, you know, the most healthy guy. I, I just think that. And Derwin James, he's been, he's, he's got to be like year five, six, six, seven. Man. I don't even know. No, he's been, been in the league for a yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like, and he's not necessarily the most healthy cat either. So I, I just think that they start adding things up and it's kind of a, hey, we have Justin Herbert at least. You're never going to let him leave but we kind of got to tear it down and rebuild it back up yeah. uh, on the other side with Minnesota. If they lose this game, I, I don't think that they worry about firing their coach necessarily because I think the offense has looked fine, but it is a, and I know you didn't like it cause I, I haven't really been on Twitter today, but I guess it was all over Twitter about Kirk. Where would he go? I didn't, I just, I, just I just thought about the Jets. I just thought about the Jets. I didn't realize it was all over Twitter. My mistake. Yeah. Cause I would have been mad about it too, but I think if Minnesota loses, it's all right, get off Kirk and it's tank for Caleb season. Sure. And that's what I was talking about, the beat up, the BVF. That's what we're paying attention to this weekend. Because if they get Caleb Williams, I mean, their offense is already set up, right? They have they have wide receiver one. And whoever else is then in that offense. And they have TJ, who I think is there for another two more years after this. Yep. So, I mean, they're set. They have their tight end one. They have the receiver one. I don't care if it's KJ Osborne. I don't care if it's Justin Buckman. I don't care if it's Zach Eaton. Whoever's on the other side of the ball is going to get some opportunities because where the attention of the defense is going to go. Um, and defensively, they'll be able to rebuild that then through the draft. They'll probably be a free agent's destination and to get some additions, don't build there, but get some additions on the defensive side of the ball. So I think whoever loses this game is hitting the reset button, um, after this year hard and during the year. And, uh, I, I think that it is a, it is a major turning point in the NFL with two teams that have kind of 
have been there. They've been winning games, but they've never done it. People are like this window, this window, this window. Somebody's window shuts at four o'clock this Sunday. And yep. the question is who? And I'm also going L.A. just because, yep. like I said, I just don't trust Minnesota's defense worth a lick. And the Chargers have, you know, put up 24 and 34, which is pretty good in NFL standards. Yeah. And the Vikings have let up uh, 34 and 20 to the Buccaneers. So, and 20 to the Buccaneers might as well be 34. Right. No, it's well said. I agree. I hope it ends in a tie and we're left not knowing what happens next. That would be sick. What if, and then what do we do? I don't know. What do you do? You're still in it. Does somebody hit a reset button? I don't know. You got to wait another week. You can't. So it'll be fun. All right, let's get to the crap fest. Um, Carolina at Seattle. I think the biggest news here, it feels like the Panthers are putting the brakes on Bryce. Yeah, which they should have. I don't think he's hurt enough to not play. I, I don't know. I don't know. I could be very wrong. But feels like ankle injury kind of came out of nowhere with how you watched him end the game. Once again, we don't know. Adrenaline's high. He could have come off, barely been able to walk. But I think they looked at the first two weeks and said, we don't have the line to protect him. We don't have the weapons to protect him. He's probably freaking out right now because he's looked. He's you look at Stroud, you look at Richardson, you look at him. There's a clear worse guy right now. Clear. He's been awful. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna go and do any hot take. Bryce is a bust at all yet, um, and nothing's gonna get fixed necessarily in two weeks. But I think it's just like a let's have you take a break for a little bit. Watch Andy, who may not be any better, but a little calmer probably gets them in better positions and just realize that you don't have to do everything right now because you can't. Um, I don't think Frank is good in these situations when things go south. Cause he said, you know, I've been in this spot before. I like where we are. I God, seeing that as a different fan now was quite the relief. Um, I, I do agree with sitting Bryce right now though, because I don't think, I think it'd be detrimental to keep going because it's been really, really ugly the first two weeks. And I think you saw it on Bryce's face in the second half. I have always been a proponent for sitting quarterbacks. Um, yeah. And I lean to special case scenarios. Like I think AR, you start him. Why? Because it is a, he's got to learn somehow. And you, you know, it's an, it's a scheme thing too, where there's no one that you're going to, you're building a scheme for AR. You don't want him Everything. sitting. You don't yep. want him sitting in Minshew's scheme and then coming out and running a different scheme next year. Like he has to learn his scheme and there's no one in the NFL besides like Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts starters that you're, you don't have. Um, that he can play behind this year, right? CJ Stroud, I think, is a fine opportunity to sit, but they started him, whatever. But Bryce, Bryce was the most clear sit. Why, number one, body. He he wasn't an NFL body yet. And I get some of its height and weight, but it's like you could he could put on more muscle, right? He could be able to protect himself. Number two yep. is just when you don't have the body and you know you don't have the line, you don't have any good we- great weapons, there's just – you're throwing him out in a situation where any quarterback's going to struggle why would you put your rookie quarterback who's going to lose com- who can lose confidence in the blink of an eye in that situation? I, I never necessarily agreed with it. Um, but in this day and age, when everyone's starting, you're kind of like, whatever. So we'll see what happens. I think now worst case scenario is, you know, never, you don't commit to anything, right? It, if he, you know, Ant or Dalton plays bad and then you put him in and then he yeah. plays bad or you have him play. It, the worst thing you can do right now is commit to a role. I mean, not commit to a role and sit on the fence. So whatever they do moving forward for Frank, like you have to say to the media, 
if you can, I don't care if you're like, yeah, he has to get ankle surgery and you just sure. do a little, you put a little cut in Let's his go. thing and you're like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, yeah, we're just going to, we're, we're going to play this, you know, slow. We're not going to rush him back. And, you know, maybe in January week 17, you're like, sure, give it a shot kid, but you yeah. cannot play this funny haha game with him right now. If you truthfully think that he is your future. I agree. I think the only take that could probably be pushed back on right now was I'm, I'm accused of this as well is saying that Bryce was the safest pick knowing the height, knowing the issues that could come. I think from the first two weeks, very early, very, very early. I think it's fair to say Stroud was probably the safest pick because we all did know his floor to ceiling ratio. I I mean, it could be pushed back on, but yeah, I I'm trying to think who I, I know I hated this entire class. I, yeah, I was, I was yeah, on the record, so I don't know if I said that I had a safest, but I, I, I just spent so I, much time watching all of them. I, I completely just, agree. It is clearly CJ right now. Clearly. Um, and I, I think I, I think that's what it was where it was like Bryce is the higher ceiling, but clearly the lower floor. CJ, I don't think has the highest ceiling, but it's the middle. Yeah. It's, you know, it, your his worst is going to be, uh, you'd think would be a, uh, you know, 10 year journeyman quarterback who, yeah. you know, gets put in situations. Um, so we'll see how he develops, but it's also like he's in a different situation where in the NFC South, A, the window is there to win a division this year. Yep. B, you're playing against every every divisional opponent has a great defense who can yep. beat up your quarterback. And the AFC uh, East or South, it's a little bit different where it's kind of two teams who are resetting. Jacksonville is not like a beat you up defense. In Tennessee, you only have to see twice a year, and we kind of see what you are when you face them. So, yep. And let me say this. First off, I support Bryce. I like Bryce, so I hope he does well. Let me say this because I got a microphone. I don't know what the hype is with this Avero Panthers defensive coordinator. You get 2-1 back on the damn field. Dude, what is going on? Every I I think after the podcast, I unmuted it, and it was immediately like, that was a high IQ play by by Chin, and I got text messages about it, and then I looked at it, and he had like three tackles, a tackle for loss. It was the first half, and I didn't see him for the rest of the game. He jumped eight feet in the air to block that pass. Yeah, and it was the it was the IQ there too to say I'm not committing to this. I know exactly what's happening. I'm in a two for one, and we always see linebackers fail in that situation. And he was the one to break it up. And he was also getting making tackles for losses. I every time Louis Riddick was like drooling over him. He was like yeah, drooling over him, and I was too. If you don't want to play him, I will burn them every week. This is what you get. You haven't played him. You're zero and two. Yep. No reason to not play him. No reason to not play. I thought about texting Lance, but I'm like, it's not my business. Stay out of it. Don't get involved. Yeah. He probably didn't know. He well, sure. You know, you could obviously the army is built with us too without any orders. However, if orders need to come, orders need to come. Look, he's in the last year of his contract. Carolina wants to play this game. I got teams out there that want him. Yeah. Yep. I know you don't like him. Philadelphia could use him. Look, I thought about this long and hard. Actually, it was it was a shower thought. It was a okay. It was one of those shot thoughts where you kind of you sit with your head in the water for about five more minutes. And you're like, what What do we do in this situation? Yep. Uh, obviously, it would be tough. It would be tough. Uh, but, you know, there's some guys where it's just it, – it's above all. I It's been noted that I hate nothing more in this world than the Philadelphia Eagles. Yep. And if they were to get 2-1, this is, becomes a situation and I have to live with it. And I think what I would do is just, hey, I'm going to hate them. I'm going to pray upon their downfall, knowing they're not going to fall. Mm-hmm. And anytime 2-1 makes a play, I, I I tip my cap. Yeah. I like this, though, because we've never – I mean, we've been big Rosen guys, but we've never been like burn the world down Twitter. 
I am watching the Seattle game Sunday. And if you decide to play the same bullshit snap count, we're coming. I'm going to say it. And he yep. can, if it gets so bad, he wants to text me and he won't because he doesn't care about these things. And he wants to tell me to shut up. He can do it. But so help me God, we have a microphone. We've got Twitter. We're going to start. It will begin. And just so he knows. Yes. We do do Zoom now. A lot easier to have guests on the pod. Oh, oh, oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I agree. I will be watching this game. And don't make me throw, don't make me throw bottomless breadsticks across Olive Garden. Don't make me, don't get me to that mental spot. Don't do that to me. And with all this, certainly something to watch. I'm going to go Seattle here. That's exactly where I was going to go. Okay. That's all we got on that one. Yep. Okay. Moving on. That's your warning. That got out of hand. I forgot. I just, I I realized it late and I got pissed off. It was, it's an emotional Um, moment. It's an emotional moment. Next one, Dallas at Arizona. I, I appreciate Arizona's fight so far. That's might leave it with that sentence. This is just one of those things where it happens to me with Dallas every year. Like, how the hell do they get the easiest schedule in the world every year? And I'm, look, I'm not going to sit here and say like we're easy because, but I mean that game was so bad. It's like they haven't. Then they have the mean, Patriots I, next week. You think they're playing Rodgers in week two? That's true. That's true. But so, yeah, I, it's definitely, I mean, they're going to roll through them. Uh, not going to be close. I will say like long-term digs, although I'm anti digs in terms of, I, I think dig is a good corner. I just don't think he's all that he's talked up to be because I mean, the guy just gets burnt more than toast. I, yeah. You've been on this for, I don't think it's that big of a loss. No, but it's just more of the like consistency and the scare and the turnovers because the, yes. the thing was, was, okay, yeah, he might let up 80 yards a game in, like, one big play, but you think that he's going to get a turnover one every other game. Um, yes. And you're losing that now. But totally other mentality. than that, uh, yeah, mentality, defensive leader, I I agree. I don't think it's that big of a loss. But, um, you know, you never – and this is, like, actually serious. Like, you never want to see a guy get injured, especially those, like, non-contact knee injuries. So, um, hopefully – practice, yeah. that sucks. Yeah. You don't, Hopefully, you don't hear guys get those injuries in practice a lot. It sucks. No, and I'm curious, is it confirmed group. ACL? I think so. Or, okay. Yeah, so, uh, I have Dallas by a million. Yeah, I don't think that one's going to be close. Okay, and the last 425. Chicago at Kansas City. And I'm going to go KC here. I'll let you maybe start on your, your Bears talk if you want to. I'll say this. I think... It's been a pretty bad week at Hallis Hall. Um, I think as fans who have nothing else to do but check Twitter versus how much the players care about things is a big difference. I'm sure mm-hmm. some of the Bears players are affected by the Allen Williams news. I don't think it's that big of a distraction when you think about what these guys go and do every week. It is their job to go out and play. It, it's been very bad, Chicago. It's not that it hasn't gotten to their head. I just don't think this news apparently hasn't even been addressed with the team. I'm guessing they're waiting for the Saturday night speech, which is a little it, weird as it hasn't been brought up yet. But I think that it's – I I just don't – I'm starting to think, like, did he even get raided? Like, is that true? Well, Pat McAfee just said that his house did get raided today. Okay. Because it was like all of this stuff came out, and then there was like – and then uh, Ian was just like – Rappaport was like, yeah – 75% of it is proven false. Bad. Yeah. Um, and that may be why it's not been addressed with the team. 
but it's it's one of those things where I agree it's like it's a distraction. Um, but these guys are professionals and they, are. they have a job to do. I think that worst case is this is the team they have to face this week. Where even on your best day, you're not uh, probably not gonna win this one. You nailed it. You nailed it. Like I'm very proud of Justin Fields. Even some of the quotes got turned out a little bit against him because the media does that. But it was a totally pissed off. Like, that's what you want to see. Like, the guy gives a shit. Like, he 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 clearly cares. He probably knows this hasn't been right, the system for him. He may yeah. know he's not even the best prospect, you know, drop back quarterback. But damn, he cares. He's pissed off. He wants to get his team fired up. Then he's hugging Gatsy. Like, he's trying to create a culture again in Chicago, being like, everyone relax. And I think he's going to run like a madman. I'm taking his over rushing yards this week. I don't even know if he's going to look to throw. I think he's going to catch it and go every time. Yeah. Um, well, and I, that's what that's what he did in the first half against Green Bay, and they kind of yeah. competed. Yeah. And you look at the Tampa game. I'm not saying the Tampa's a great team, but it was 20 to 17 in the fourth with six minutes to go. It's not like for two weeks in a row they've gotten smoked. It's yeah. just the way it ended. looked really bad with the screen. So Sorry I think they come out fired up. I think they come out and play really hard. I think Fields has a good game. But like you said, I, I like the Chiefs by a lot. So it's just a bad team to play. Yeah, it's and you're at home in Arrow. I mean, you're on the road in Arrowhead. Like it, worst case scenario, if you put them, I think it, like if you put them against in Detroit this week, like yeah. I think it's a different story. Um, yeah. So it's just kind of what kind of loss it is. Yeah, and I, the Justin Fields things too. When it's Wednesday of the media week and he says yeah. those quotes, guess what? He's already said it to the locker room. Yep. Uh, so I'm not too concerned about it. It's one, it's different when it's like Aaron Rodgers on Pat McAfee's show, or if it's like post game press conference, they're starting to like throw and blame at each other in the locker room. That's one thing, but Wednesday it, it's a little bit different. We're looking so, for stories. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's probably a conversation that they have, you know, they had and they've hashed out and we'll see how, you know, it comes out this week, but it is like, I mean, this cheese defense has been, I think the story of the Kansas city this year, that's, that's uh, just, uh, I think that it might be maybe closer just because we've just seen that Kansas City kind of hasn't been able to score. I agree. Is a proponent for the receiving core, which maybe there's some trades after post. Like, what if, dude, what if, uh, ah, that sucks. You know what would have been fun? Not for America, but I think it'd be cool. It's like, imagine if Keenan Allen was in the NFC West and the Chargers lose that game. You just you yeah. send over a bag for yeah. Mr. Keenan. Well, his name might be Mike Evans. Still, still. Yeah. So I well, that's something to pay attention to. But yeah. Yeah. It's just how you lose. Let's have some fight in this loss. And if they yes. completely throw it, throw in the towel and lose by a lot, holy shit, you have a really long season. Mm-hmm. You have a really long season. That's probably already felt like a whole season already in these two weeks. Sunday night, let's go to Vegas. Pittsburgh at Vegas. Who do you like in this one? Oh man, this one's tough. I'm gonna go uh Las Vegas. Uh, I think Mika is out in the short term. I never even really saw what the injury was. I just know he's like throwing up. And I think it had something to do with the, his abdomen. Dirty um, football player. Dude, I can we talk about that real quick? Like, what were your thoughts? I don't think it was dirty. It happens every game. I mean, it's, it's just sorry. what it – You and I, I agree with like – I think it was Pat McAfee was like the, the guys can't – hit in the head and what happens is you've seen it especially in the college game where it's like you you're going for his chest and then he yeah. drops and also he plays low to center anyways and oh, and when anybody says to me uh oh well he had two guys on him uh it's nick chubb at the goal line 
I can't. who could carry two guys on his back with one leg. Yeah. That was probably the right, wrong term to use. Uh, jumping on whatever, crawling. Points <laughs> made. Points made. Points made. made. Also, I don't think Minka has a bad history. Like this is a Vontez perfect. Like I don't. No, if this was if this happened against San Francisco and like whatever, it'd be what it is. But it's because it's it's uh, Pittsburgh yeah. and Cleveland. So yeah. I agree. I don't think. Look, I'm not saying I'm. Def- I want running backs to get their knees taken out, especially <laughs> when they get like in piles. Like I, that's not what I'm saying. But in the the state of the game, I don't think it was a dirty hit. So, anyways, with that, I think that Pittsburgh's defense, you'd like to think, isn't going to put up 14 points a week. I think it's a fair assumption to make. Uh, their offense looked so so bad, so so bad. Man. Like I don't understand how Matt Canada has a job still. There was the the uh, third down, like you needed to go score at this point, and it was like third and four, and they ran like a fake around the middle, and then a fake jet sweep, and then Kenny Pickett was supposed to like. Oh my god, it was one of the dumbest plays. I would argue. So that that's worse than three screens in a row. I would argue it. <laughs> um, so I, I just don't trust this offense. I think that again, this it's kind of like interesting matchups this week, but I don't see a lot of fireworks in a lot of these games. And this is, this yeah. is not a firework game. Certainly. Yeah. I, I just think that Vegas is the, is the better team and yeah, there's going to be some turnovers, but I just don't know unless TJ Watt walks it in. I just don't know if Pittsburgh capitalizes. I completely agree. Um, I mean, gosh, you look at this for the Raiders. You find a way to win this. I know Mitch isn't thrilled about it. You go at LA Chargers, you host the Packers, you host the Patriots, you go to the Bears. There's some opportunity here for the Raiders. like Because I think yeah. they're a classic middle-of-the-pack team. But those teams can beat these teams. Um, I will say, I mean, we've been on this for a while. Everyone kind of finally hopped on on Twitter this week with Matt Canada. And it's totally fair, and we do it, and it's deserved. I need Kenny to overcome it. Like I need at some point a play every once in a while where you still are able to make it. Cause I, you got the ball in George Pickens hands once across the middle. And I know it's not that easy to do that a lot, but the guy was that Cleveland defender wanted no part of him on that tackle. It was yeah. the weakest attempt. And I know Deontay's out, but I'm a big believer in Deontay. I'm a believer in Pickens. I'm a believer in Framuth. You got to get Jalen Moore in the ball clearly more now over Najee. I just think I know it's awful and I know he's not a great quarterback anyways, but at some point someone's going to have to just make enough plays to overcome this because damn, it was so bad. It was so, so bad. I agree. And I, I'm not going to be one to say that like Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett is a good quarterback, but from being in a, from being in a a thing with a young quarterback and a terrible coordinator, it it's just, it drains you where it's like, yeah, I mean, it was the same thing when Jason Garrett was our offensive coordinator. It was like, hey, we don't use pre-snap motion. <laughs> like, you have a young quarterback, motion one guy right to left and help him, like, recognize what coverage it is. Like, it's sure. it's the little things like that. So I think it hurts him, but I agree. At, at some point, we, ha- we have not seen necessarily besides the preseason. I've never been high on Kenny Pickett. I think he is what yeah. he is. Yeah. I've never seen truly any flashes. Um, but the offensive play calling and play design is so poor. You're right. It makes me, and that's just personal opinion, but I, I don't think Kenny is a guy like, I think Kenny's fine. I think he's serviceable. I've never viewed Kenny Pickett as the only reason why I think he's necessarily talked about is because he went to Pitt and is now playing in Pitt. Otherwise I think we'd just be like, Hey, this is a guy who wasn't, was he, what pick was he? 
So say, he's the only guy that went in the first at 20 because of Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh doesn't take him, I don't know if he's a first round quarterback. Yeah. And so that class was geez. brutal. Um, and so it's just one of those things where it's like, I, I guess he was a first rounder, but he just doesn't feel like one. Yep. And I, that's just my opinion on Kenny Pickett, but I don't think he's getting any help from back Canada. No, you're right. You're right. Um, let's I would get like to see some flashes. Sure. Two Monday night games again. I don't hate the Monday night, two Monday night games. That Pittsburgh game was just so damn long because of the reviews and Chubb. Um, it was the most boring, uh, like, games you could have possibly had on Monday oh, night football. God, yeah. And then you fall asleep and you're like, oh, my God, the Pittsburgh's defense is taking us to the house. You're not even paying attention because you're just on yeah. your phone. Um, I think these are a little more exciting. Philly at Tampa Bay. Does Tampa Bay stay undefeated? Do they pull off the upset? I'm just going to do it. I'm going to say yes. Wow. I, and it's so dumb because um, I really think that this, the front of Philadelphia is going to cause problems, but we've seen Philadelphia's offense struggle. And when you look at Minnesota, they put up 34 points, but I mean, that defense is so bad. I just don't, it doesn't, it doesn't make me recognize anything. And then they played in a rainy game against, uh, New England, New England, which I, maybe that has something to do with week one too. So I don't know if I can really take that game to a, you know, full for what it was, but I, I just think that this is going to be a close football game. I think it's going to be a low scoring football game. So I think that, you know, goes to Tampa's advantage. And uh, I, I just think their defense can do enough. And I would not be surprised if this is, I mean, do you want to talk about growth? I would not be surprised if this is a game where it's a, a you know, one possession game, Baker's got the ball. He's got to go, you know, 40 yards for a field goal, or he's got to go 60, 70 yards for a touchdown. And they have the opportunity to do it and they pull it off. I, I think yep. that this is more of a thing with not Philadelphia being bad. It's more of, I'm impressed with Tampa Bay. And I think Philadelphia is having a slow start to the year, which happens in the NFL. Yep. Um, so I'm, I'm going to go Tampa Bay with an upset here. No, I can see it. I can see it. I'm definitely concerned about, you can't run the ball like you did against Minnesota. It's Tampa yeah. Bay front seven's way too good. And Baker, if he has time, this Philadelphia secondary. So, I mean, Avante Maddox is now out for the year. They got no one back there. Yeah, they're beat up. I do think Philly is in a good spot here, though. I like them here. This still is a Tampa Bay offense that offensively has only scored 20 points a game. Um, I know they got the pick six against Chicago. So, I, I mean, if you're telling me, I think Philadelphia, as, as even with their woes, can get you 25 points, can get you 23 points and win the game. They've had 10 days to get ready for this. Um, so I like him in this spot, but I, I agree with your saying there is a chance there if those things fall where Tampa Bay wins, but I'll go Philly here uh, because of those three reasons. Yeah, this isn't a confident pick. This is just me just sure. being different. That's a good flyer pick. Um, last one, Rams at Cincinnati. Joe Burrow did not practice today. Wishy-washy quotes. Sounds like he'll be out there Monday night. We don't know. I'm taking the Rams regardless. Um, this could be fool's gold because – the Rams have looked good against two opponents they know really well. Now they got to go travel to Monday night against a team that's 0-2, against a team that needs to win. Um, I think the Rams have kind of earned this one. They've played really well the first two weeks. They fall or they won. I'm sorry, they're one and one. Yep. They, they beat Seattle. They have a tough loss against San Francisco. Got an extra day to repair, uh, prepare with McVay against the Cincinnati defense. That's been, you know, it's okay. Um, Puka Shells is legit. So I like the Rams here, regardless of Burrow plays or not. And it's it's scary if Cincinnati goes 0-3. Yeah, that's why I might ask for an asterisk of if Burrow plays, I take Cincinnati. Okay. Is that all right? I'll allow it. 
do you so if he steps out there and plays 100% of the snaps even if he can't move if he plays 100% of the snaps I'm taking yes I, I if I would say if he I, I would ask for maybe first half uh if he doesn't make it through the first half and backup comes in in the second half like if he plays one snap in the second half I'm locked in okay is that fair writing it down okay um I just think that if he's playing I agree I I agree that this is not a impressive start, but it's kind of a, and I, I have been one to say on the, even the last pot, I was like, Hey, don't freak out. If you lose this game, like kind of, you know, just try to sneak in, be two and three yeah. if you're the Bengals. Um, but I think if he does play, there is just something where it's like Monday night at home. They, they have, it's, it feels like a must win. I don't think it is, but you know, you never want to be zero and three and uh, the Rams, I have been very impressed with their start. I think that they could cause problems, but it's more of just long drives, right? It They're not necessarily – I think it's been like this the entire – they're not breaking plays. It's just consistent yep. getting first downs, converting third downs, moving the ball yep. down the field. Uh, and I, I just feel like if that's the situation, Cincinnati keeping Joe Burrow maybe off the field a little bit for those long drives, I kind of think it plays into their hand. So I think, yep. I think a low-scoring game is better for Cincinnati this week. And if Joe Burrow's playing, I'm just going to take him. So, I agree. No, that's good. That's a good thought process. We have a lot of differences this week. Yeah. That is, let's count them up. We got one, two, two. three. Two and a half. <laughs> oh, okay. So three, four, five. Three, five three, poten- three for sure differences, two potential differences. Yeah. I think it's going to most likely be five differences by the end of it. Yeah. Crazy. Um. I have the upset pick, I believe. Yep. So I have Denver or LA Rams. I'll go Rams. Mm. It's a good pick. Oh, Ram. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You could also you could also do Chargers. I think they're minus one. No, I I'm looking at ESPN. They're plus one really but and maybe we just say no bueno that cannot be an upset pick yeah because I, I'm fine you're right that. it's flipped they're still both um it's probably minus one to one. win okay so, so yeah we, no, let's just watch that one watch. off the board okay i, I would going, i would take the rams anyways okay lar i am gonna go it's big it's big so i have my options are options tennessee are, yep tampa Tampa, Atlanta, Atlanta. You get some good options, and uh, and Bengals. Um, I am gonna go with the Titans here. Yeah, I really good. like that matchup. Um, so and then my blowout, I'm gonna do it. I'm going Miami. I I mean, luckily it's a six and a half point spread at home. Yep. I don't have to worry about covering two touchdowns. So. Yep. Let me see if there's one I like more. If I shoot, I'll go. I, I think I have the Jags under ten. They're yeah, minus nine. Yeah. I'm gonna go Jacksonville. Yeah. Yep, that's a really good one. All right, those are our picks. Upsets, blowouts. I got a four game lead. Big week for Justin to try to come back here. Justin, any closing thoughts? Uh, you know, hey, what I I guess we'll if it's bad, we might come back during the game. If it's that yep. bad, if not, yep. maybe hey, maybe I I'm drinking a bottle of wine tonight. Maybe mm-hmm. I come oh, on boy. here, 
Yeah, yeah. maybe I come on here and invest in a couple different things. We'll see. Yeah. But, you know, I'm maybe just going to surprise you doing a I didn't know when you did it that one night, you did a breakdown of the game. And I woke up to it. Oh, the the Baltimore one. When, yeah. I mean, that was such a bad, bad moment for for you. I felt bad. I was just like, hey, guys, uh, no, because we were going to do the recap. Remember? Yeah. And then, yeah. yeah, you were just I, mean, I didn't even ask. I was like, yeah. That would have been a bad knock on the door. Hey, Zach, you still want to record it? Not a good this week, bringing up that. That's tough. Yeah. yeah. Um, but different scenario. So I, I don't have a lot of expectation. I'm personally on a Michigan. I'm That is where I'm putting all my upset energy at this week is Michigan. So well, I wish you luck fun. tonight. Let's stay yeah. safe. Be safe. Stay safe. Yeah. Hashtag be safe. Any given Thursday. Good luck to all your teams. Enjoy the week. Burke, take us out. Hello, everybody. Just a quick update here slash recap from justin yours truly uh it is currently 11 o'clock i have to wake up in five and a half hours for pickup basketball it is the fourth quarter of the giants 49ers game you know what let's just get into it right now uh not as bad as i thought not as bad as i thought uh it's an 11 point game now it's gonna increase i think defensively we did the bend but don't break Third down defense, that's got to improve. That's my only critique on defense. The third down defense, I mean, that one drive, their first touchdown drive, where they had third and 13 and third and 15, and they had two screens that resulted in first downs, that can't happen for the rest of the year. So let's work on that. Um, But defensively, we knew they were going to get plays. They have guys. They were going to do it. I thought we did fine. Right now, 23 points, they'll be let up. It may be more whatever offensively yeah it was you know i it wasn't a great performance but again it could have been way worse i think when you look at the numbers of oh there's a debo samuel touchdown um who was that on yeah it doesn't hurt that or it's not good that you know deontay banks is injured um so that was on us uh adore jackson great the veteran uh, anyways, offensively, things could have been better. Uh, you know, you wish Daniel Jones had more time to throw. I mean, I can't, I can't stop thinking about that Nick Bosa sack on the goal line that should have been, that could have been a safety, but it is what it is. So again, I'm sorry that this isn't some crazy in-depth recap because if you watch this game, I mean, what is there to say? Defensively. We, I guess now we let up 30 points. Not good. Offensively, we only got 12, but hey, that's it. Look, we were not down by 20 points at halftime. To me, that's improvement. And with that, folks, I'll send it to our man, Burke. Take us out. We want to be free. We want to be free to, to do what we want to do. And we want to get loaded. And we want to have a good time. And that's what we're going to do. Well, wait, baby, let's go. We're going to have a good time.
everybody, hey, hi, how are you? It's time to introduce a miraculous dude Something similar to fairy tales that never came true Yeah, I'll probably settle down in like a minute or two It goes B, U to the R-K-E Like a R-K-O Anybody that brings the negativity to tables While I'm trying to sing I just pray when I'm the king that my crown got bling Okay, I get it, I understand The process is rough I'll just stick to that and beat shit And process I trust I know it could be similar to looking at lust Besides, three before and beat They were sort of a bust You know I'm playing Only saying what I'm feeling is true by the way, I think the cash fills the fountain of youth Because the revenue to kids is more important than food I'm the same, but from my view, it's sort of like fuel Okay, I gotta step back and take a minute quick I'm trying to fake it till I make it like that boy squints They gon' pay just to watch, call it time spent We gon' party, get it started till this song hits Okay, I gotta step back and take a minute quick I'm trying to fake it till I make it like that boy squints They gon' pay just to watch, call it time spent We gon' party, get it started till this song hits Yo, I need fucking buckets like I'm racial yeah, it's funny future spit, they'll replace him Mumbo rapping came and went, now it's all hood But the shit that I've been doing actually sound good Yeah, I switch my flow up so I know you pay attention But these kids on so much shit that they can't even listen I could take all of their drugs, lay them on the table And they would tell me that it's fake, like it's all a fable Yo, when will everybody know that money isn't everything? After all, when people die, you think they get the fame and bling? Now they get the judgment that they knew they had to face In the end, better spend, heaven doesn't have a bank This is the type of stuff we never talk about Whether time could take us over while we're falling out or if somehow the sundown could hold off a slowdown to allow my head to recount Okay, I gotta step back and take a minute quick I'm trying to fake it till I make it like that boy squints They gonna pay just to watch, call it time spent We gonna party, get it started till this song hits Okay, I gotta step back and take a minute quick I'm trying to fake it till I make it like that boy squints They gonna pay just to watch, call it time spent We gonna party, get it started till this song hits It's the beginning of ending the new trending type of artist Might be coming off corny, make way for the harvest Seems the ones that brag that they're closest are the farthest All these rappers dumb, they ain't smart Shouts to Marcus, that could be Boston or Mr. Henderson I'm talking TJ on the TV in the house I was living in When I was kicking it I'm talking 8 or 9 or 10 when I was spitting this Okay, I gotta step back and take a minute quick I'm trying to fake it till I make it like that boy squints They gonna pay just to watch, call it time spent We gonna party, get it started till this song hits Okay, I gotta step back and take a minute quick I'm trying to fake it till I make it like that boy squints They gonna pay just to watch, call it time spent We gonna party, get it started till this song hits